from Luke chapter 1, verse 36. For behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. May the Lord add his blessings the reading of the word. Let's pray. Lord, we are just in a prayer meeting at this point in time. Just scripture because it's, 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 it's a scripture that Brother Branham mentioned or read the context thereof in a message called Jehovah of Miracles. Um, the message itself has got its own, its own context, it's got its own uh, line of thought, its own inspiration, which Brother Branham was putting across in that particular message, not directly related to, to what I have to say, but I like the, 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 the title of the message, so it's the title of the message just kind of pulled me to read that, but to listen to that message because of what was happening in the past few days. We, we, we serve a miracle working God, we have a miracle working God, He is a miracle working God. We are a miracle, we are a wonder ourselves. Because by virtue of just being alive, it's a miracle. Just the fact that we are here, it's a miracle. Everything that happens within the humanity, there are so many miraculous things that happen within the, within, within the humanity of life, but people sometimes forget the miraculous because they think it's natural. When God came upon us, it was a miracle. So, our mind, we should think like how God thinks, and when how God thinks is He thinks in a miraculous way. Hallelujah. I don't know whether that makes sense. God does not think like we think. God thinks in the way He thinks. But we think in the way that we think. Because our, our thoughts are not his thoughts, our ways are not his ways. So it's because we, are, we, we, are, we, we came off, we bypassed the way that we should have come correctly and we should have partake from the tree of life, which we're talking about, the vineyard and so forth. But we're now partaking of another tree of good and evil, and that's what we live in. So our mind has been made construed to think like humanity. But the new birth in the life of Jesus Christ that we live on and after is said to draw back our minds to think in the way that God thinks. So God thinks in a miraculous way. And if if you were to ask what is a miraculous way, a miraculous way is to is when something happens that is so 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 astonishing. As if it, it, it might not happen. Something that, that looks as if it cannot happen. Something that looks as if there is no way that it could have happened. Hallelujah. God, when He does these things, 
he does his things in a way that seems to us here at this it might not even happen at all. But in his mind, in his thinking, in his way, he has already proclaimed it that it will happen. That's why he says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, your, my ways are not your ways. So when God does his thing, to him it's already done. He's already looking for it as a testimony. But to us, we are looking at this as if it's a child or a test and waiting for it to happen. But if we think in the way that God thinks, in his own way of being miraculous, then would be seeing more and more of his miracles. Because God wants to show forth his miracles. Miracles are uh, something that personally I love. I love miracles. I love miracles because they show forth the presence of God. But the miracles are not the be all and end all. Miracles are just something that shows the presence of God because a miracle can only happen if it is God. Many people try to do miracles, they try to do hypotheta or whatever they try to do. And then by their faith, it seems like it is happening. Some try to do tricks, sometimes to do all these things. That is not of God. But what comes out of it is nothing at all. But when God does a miraculous thing, there's something that comes up from the supernatural. It's, there's a supernatural element that remains. And that supernatural element that remains is the life of God. So every miraculous brings forth a life of God. Every miraculous of God brings forth a life of God. So the, the miracles that I love is the miracles of God. That's why in that title as Jehovah of miracles. There's other messages that Brother Branham preaches on miracles, like if God be with us, where are his miracles? You know, that's another title that Brother Branham spoke about. And there are messages like paradoxes. A paradox is another way of just saying a miracle. Because a paradox is something that seems as if it, it is not true. But yet it is very true. When you are told the paradox, it may look as if it is not true, but yet it is true. So God loves miracles, God loves wonders, God loves uh, signs, God loves uh, so many things. And when Brother Pasmo passed by here, he says that if you, are, if you are not able to go out and testify and be on the streets and bring the word of God to someone else, pray for him who goes out or for me who goes out or for other people that are going out that are trying to testify and show forth the word of God that God would give them miracles that's when my thought was ignited it was ignited when brother Pasmo passed by and said that so if, you are, if you are not able to do it then you pray for me because when I'm out there and I'm trying to testify to someone else the person might not necessarily see it that I'm actually bringing the true word of God to them, but the only way that they might even see that I'm actually bringing the true word of God is not because they are convinced of what I'm saying, because if, it, if they're convinced of me, it becomes like a debate, a discussion, and I've just won the debate or the discussion. But if God comes back on the scene to back up what we are saying, or to back up what is being said in that person's life, then it becomes a miracle to them that it is not just a me who is an individual saying things, but it is God backing up it 
And because it is God backing it up with miracles, that person will begin to be aware that this cannot be a person. This is none other than a God. So that person will not be drawn to me, but will be drawn to God. So that is why I thought, wow, if we could have more wonders and signs and and the, and the miracles following forth the believers, then we would see a wonder. We see people coming in because God draws his first pool on miracles, healings, and wonders. Out of it, maybe there might be somebody who might catch it and have the life of God because a life follows the miracles. There are certain miracles that people do and then at the end of it, they will think that they've made it to heaven and then God will say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Because the person are just after miracles, they are not after the life. But in reality, you can have both the life of Jesus Christ and the miracles. If you live the life of God, God will pick up that life with signs and miracles. So those people are just people who are hypocrites. They say that there are something which they are not Although they might have signs and wonders and things, but because they do not have that kind of life, they would be hypocrites and things that thinking that their wonders, their gifts is going to make it heaven. When it's not so, the miracles doesn't make us heaven. It's just something that is added on top. It's just a way. But we I like that thing that is added on top because when it vindicates God that I've got the life of God, then it becomes two things that will bring God on the scene. So my prayer and my hesitation today is, let us pray that God would send the miraculous. It's, it's, it's quite of old, but it's like I've got a subject that there's life after the miraculous. There's life after a miracle. There's life after, after a great thing of, of it's been done and a person is seen that this is not a human being doing it but this is God doing it so you find that when in this context when Mary believed the word of the angel of the Lord she actually could have doubted if she had wanted to but she did not doubt she said let it be done unto me according to thy word and because she did not doubt the word of God, the miraculous took conception in her and a miracle happened in her own life. She gave birth to a son without knowing no man. While it has never happened before. And it will never happen. Oh, glory be to God. It will never happen again. That a woman would be best to a person without knowing a, a, a man in the context of the flesh. So she believed something that had never happened before and something that will never happen again, but it brought life after the miracle. And each time when the miracle happens, it brings life. A miracle of God happens, it brings life. There was Lazarus. He had been dead for four days. And the body of a human being, after 72 hours, when it starts to creep in it, 
Wim says to eat it up. And there's no life in the flesh body. Because inside the body is where the person lives and dwells in. But after death, the person, that person inside comes out and this is just blood and everything. It stops that, stops everything, collapses everything, dies, everything is only going to rot and eventually, given time, it's only be born. But besides all this, what's happening to Lazarus, when God came on the scene, Jesus Christ, and he said to his sisters, where is Lazarus? He he's in the tomb. And he went and said, uh, I am the resurrection. And Martha said, even now, Lord Jesus. At that present moment, when God said, Lazarus, come forth. And the, and the, the body of Lazarus started to resurrect. And the, everything started to come back. His whole flesh that had been rotten all became anew. Became, and the blood started flowing through. In that blood that is flowing through and everything else was like you put it across your eyes are bring, are bring, are coming out white like this. Oh, is that can that happen? Exactly. That is what a miracle is. A miracle is something that you want. Oh, can that happen? Because it was God who was doing it. But listen to it, it brought the life of Lazarus back. So there is a life that comes after the miracle. God wants to have miracles, but in addition to the miracles, He wants the life after the miracle. So you cannot have the life if you are a person. You can still can have life, but you cannot have that particular life if you are not a person that loves miracles. But if you love miracles, you can have the miracles happening. That brings the life of God, and then when the miracle has happened, the life follows through. So, that is why I'm coming from the beginning of this, that I would like to ask to pray for the miracles. To pray for God to send us miracles. This world doesn't like miracles. Even now, they say the days of miracles are past. Even people that believe the word of God say, ah, you cannot believe in the days of miracles. Because if you give a person a testimony of what God has done, a true genuine testimony, they will have a suspicion that there's an error somewhere. They cannot just accept it that God can do something. Because their mind has now been such ironed out with the thing that they cannot still now are not believing in the word of God. People that are believe, supposed to be holding the word of God, believing the word of God, cannot believe that God can do miracles. That's a shame. Because God is a miracle as God. Some people might think that when somebody is taking up a miracle, they might lie or they might do certain things. That is why they, are, they have become suspicious. But you can always test the miracle with what follows after the miracle. The life that follows after the miracle. Glory be to God. So let us pray for miracles. I think I didn't say it too much than I really wanted to say because I, I just got carried away into the thought of it. But I was really kind of in between. I wanted to say how to help with the cross, but let's pray for miracles. And then the miracles would vindicate the word of God. It's not even in error. It's, 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 we are correctly 100% behind the word of God. 
Because the Bible, Jesus Christ, when he gave the commandment, he says, Go into the world, preach the gospel unto every man, and every man that believes shall be saved, and everyone that believes not shall be condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. So the signs are the miracles to tell that belief. So we that believe these miracles should be following us. It is the scripture. So we have to ask God that if, like our brother Branham puts the cross, if God be with us, where are his miracles? Now we have to ask God if we be believers of God, if we say this sign shall follow us, where are the signs to follow him? So we have to ask God, Lord, we are believers, let the signs follow. And then when the signs follow, we don't just want them to rejoice, to show off, or to be somebody else. Ah, 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 no, 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 God forbid that. We have to have a motive that we want the signs and miracles to bring the life that follows after the miracle. And why I'm really so concerned about the love, hey, let's pray for miracles, is because if I'm talking to somebody else who doesn't know Jesus Christ, who loves who who's maybe suspicious or doubting or somewhere, and if God can give that particular person grace enough to believe in the word of God, in the same way Mary believed the angel that came to her, and the miracle happened to Mary, then that person would receive a miraculous sign. And that miraculous sign is going to convert and convince them to love Jesus Christ. And it will produce the life. The very greatest miracle that ever is upon is to have somebody to believe in God and their life change. That's a miracle on its own. That's the greatest miracle of all miracles. And that's why I'm saying let us pray for miracles. Because we want people to be converted to Jesus Christ. We want people to see what how they see. The hardest thing that is ever upon the earth is for one man to convince another man that there is God. People think it's easy because they see preachers and think preaching is a man convincing another man that is God. It's not a man. When people come to the altar and they are accepting Jesus Christ, when people uh, believe in the word of God because a preacher or somebody else has spoken, is they are thinking that they have only been convinced by a preacher, it will die out after a little while. But if, it, if they see God in the preacher, if they see God speaking, if they see that this is not a preacher speaking, but this is none other than God speaking, then they start realizing that's a miracle. And when they see that kind of miracle and they accept Jesus Christ and they are saved because of the miracle, then there is a life because they are not coming to a person they are believing in God. So we eradicate this element of a man convincing another man. It's God who convinces them of their sin and then they ask accepting God and it becomes a miracle assigned to them. Hallelujah! Glory be to God. Let us pray. We serve a miracle. We serve a miracle. Working God. We serve a miracle. Working God. We serve a miracle. Working God. We serve a wonder. We serve a miracle. We serve a miracle. Waking God is a miracle. Waking God is a miracle. Waking God is a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle. Waking God.
God. We serve a miracle working God. We serve a miracle working God. We serve a wonder. We serve a miracle. We serve a miracle working God. Deny my way, me shall be so. Deny my way, she shall be so. Deny my way, me nana. Deny my way, she shall be so. Deny my way, she shall be so. Deny my way, she shall be so. Deny my way, nana. Deny my way, she shall be so. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, 